New year, new me. Welcome to the Clouded God. Judgment Podcast, the most erratically scheduled podcast of all time and Pittsburgh's 23rd best podcast out of probably 10. I, I'm not really sure about that. With me today is Tyler DeFazio. Hey, Dave. Hi. Happy New and Year. Thank you. Yeah. Merry Christmas. And Yeah, Merry Christmas. Does that still circumvent together? Yes. Oh, okay. And the one and only Kevin Ryan. Hey. Yeah, hi. Hi. You sound like you sound like Eeyore right now. Yeah. Why? <laughs> uh, two days after New Year's, uh, I woke up one morning and I had like a tickle in the back of my throat, which is sort of like the warning sign check your body telling you that hey, something's coming, something's coming, or something already did. Uh, <laughs> um, and just over the last few days, I've uh, just been sort of developing a little bit of a cold, uh, but it seems like everyone's been getting it. Uh, nothing serious. It's just kind of like. Seasonal thing, I guess. So basically, me and Tyler are going to become sick now. Mm, there's a, I'd say it's 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 up there. Yeah. I don't get sick. <laughs> it's up there. I just get headaches really bad. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I think I prefer sick over I, headaches. I get sick and headaches. Really? Yeah. Mm. That's also because I eat off the floor. So like the shop floor, I'll just shop be like, floor? <laughs> the, yeah. the garage floor. I've yeah. seen I've seen your videos. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll drop my hot dog and I'll be like, oh, no, I got to eat this, and I think I just build up immunities because of all the dirt on the chest. <laughs> I don't know, man. We used to play in the dirt. And never got sick or yeah, something. Yeah, you didn't eat gasoline. Well, listen, I'm older. New uh, year, new well, me. That's yeah, what I you, said. Uh, yeah. that don't mm. Well, speaking of, how's that, how's that gash in your finger? You you suffered an injury at work uh, I, a couple months ago. I don't even remember it. It's been that long. Where where was it on my finger? Uh, is it really? Is it like? Did it heal that well? I, I wow. guess I can't. I honestly can't remember where it happened. I got I got hit in the face with a spring by my own volition. Uh, <laughs> I was putting a parking brake together. And there's really tight springs on it, and you got to get some vice grips on there, like lockable pliers. Mm-hmm. And then you got to hook one end of the spring onto a piece of brake brake material, brake shoe. And then you got to pull up and hook it on the other end. Mm-hmm. The spring has two hooks on it. And I was staring, like I was putting my face into it, <coughs> and uh, I lost grip of the pliers. The pliers lost grip of the spring, I should say. And I smacked myself in the face. <laughs> So I had to get dental surgery. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Like the bottom of my incisors got chipped, but like I could stick my tongue out through it pretty well. So like oh, that's I mean, that's that's yeah. Yeah. So I got like <laughs> that's a little bit of damage. I got like ten percent fake you, teeth. Did you weigh the cost? Like or or you know, there's always that point where it's like, well, I could get it fixed. It was workers' comp. Or oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, it, gotcha. It's workers' yeah. comp. I've and it's funny too because when I went to go fill video. out the paperwork the next day or whatever, because I work at night, no one's there. So right. I just called my boss. And he's like, are you dying? I'm like, no, I'm fine. I don't need to go to the emergency room. But everything's really sensitive to eat or drink. So the next morning, I filled out the paperwork. And the girl was like, wait, hasn't this happened before? Like, we started getting deja vu. And this was on Christmas Eve. And apparently, the last two previous Christmas Eves, I've injured myself somehow. <laughs> last last year, I pulled my back. And then the year before that, I sliced open my leg or something like wow. that. Wow. It's I don't know. That's the weird. Of Christmas the pulling future. back was uh, like, a, well, mm. I guess I'll do something this yeah. year. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, man. I, I, I once I found out workers' comp will just like take care of it all. And it's just like, oh, that's fine. Now, if I got in like twelve accidents, and this is like my thirteenth, I'd be like, well, they might fire me. So well, I mean, maybe I won't. This really count as an just... accident, though. Like, is it serious enough to be considered like a work-related accident? Oh, absolutely. You get injured on the job as workers' comp. I guess so. I mean, like, it I mean, sounds, I was it sounds like a mishap to me. <laughs> I was dumb enough to put my face near those pliers, which mm, I shouldn't yeah. have. But, like, you just fucking get in the moment when you're working on stuff like that. So, And that's been Car Talk for this week. 
No, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best here not to mouth breathe too much into the mic. Yeah, Kevin's like we mm. said is sick, so he might you might hear him breathing a something. little bit sightlessly. It might turn you on. We don't judge. Yeah, yeah. Only Cal- we're not in California, so that's we're true. Fine. That's what I was trying to tell Chelsea that because I got an iron <clears> in my little perler beats. Not important, but the cord apparently is it has part lead of it, like in it. I I, I want to know why it's. Like I could probably just Google it and find out, but it's like this causes cancer. Known in the state of California, it's like why not Wyoming or the rest of the? Why don't you just say the United States? Yeah. I don't know. Stricter. I know they have stricter emissions out there, so legal reasons. Yeah, stricter or wimpier. Mm. Stricter. Shots fired. All right, fair <laughs> I only know this because of smog laws and shit like that. Um, but yeah, believe it or not, this is a smog. This by the by, desolation of. Yeah. Uh, Thief. <laughs> we we like to well, like is a strong word. Go back and look at stuff that's critically critically acclaimed. And I gave you guys some homework. There was another fellow that was supposed to be here, Jonathan from the Green Lantern podcast. We did uh, last time. He didn't make it. Uh, but it is the death and return of Superman. The entire arc. Yes, Kevin was under the impression that this was like seven Listen, issues or something. Like I do this. not. I am not a comic book reader at all by any stretch of the imagination. It is not. My entertainment media of choice, uh, it is video games and then film and then, I, I, I don't know, like coloring books after that and coloring then maybe books. comics. <laughs> like, <Adult>? Wow, okay. <laughs> so this is the first time you've ever read this entire saga. Yeah, I, I think I've read more comics in the last two days than I have in my entire life. That's amazing, Tyler. Uh, have you ever read this before? So, uh, Yeah, I read the, uh, the novel. The, actually, the novelization like, the by novelization, Roger Stern. Yeah, like I have, it's it's a thick one. It's it one is. of the bigger books I have. Yes, and yeah. Roger Stern is actually an acclaimed writer and actually wrote in this saga. He wrote the action comics portions of it. So, when you guys heard of the death of Superman, you did you know anything about the story whatsoever? I would imagine Tyler knows more since he's. Uh, you mean when DC I first adjacent. read the book? Like originally, or what are we talking about? Uh, now, nowadays, like, did you did you remember the book at all? Did yes. you did yeah, you know absolutely. the the yep. be- beginning, middle, end? Mm-hmm. What about you, Kevin? Did you know anything? Uh, did you have an idea of what the hell you were going to start reading? Specifically, regard. I mean, I want to. I'm going to say yes, and that's only because of Batman v Superman of the past year. Um, but I really want to say prior to any of that, I think I knew who Doomsday was. Um, but I mean, like regarding the specific circumstances of his death, nah, no, nah. and nah. not what happened afterwards, and the and what Superman's the real Superman? Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus! So this actually, I mean, some of them were cool, but we'll get into it. So, so CNN actually picked up on this story back when it first came out that this actually made major news headlines. You can still look it up on YouTube. If, Superman's gonna die forever, and no. people actually <laughs> people actually ran with that. Um, and it was pretty big because, I mean, you've had comic book characters die before, but no one of this sheer magnitude, I would suppose. Like, I mean, it's a big deal. He's the most powerful man in yeah. this like, was, the universe. This <laughs> was before Batman and Bane and that whole that, this, thing, This right? kick-started it, I believe. I, I, like, right. In my heart of hearts, I believe yeah. this helped kick-start it. Yeah. The, whole, the, the whole idea of, like, oh, yeah, maybe they, maybe they do bleed. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know? it's just replacement heroes. heroes. I mean, you had the Flash get replaced uh, after Crisis, which was their big reboot story in the eighties. Then you had, then you had Superman, Batman, Green Lantern got replaced. It's, I mean, if you think about it, it's just like these characters are getting stale after fifty some years. You got to do something about it. But yeah, um, this was actually—I don't know if I told you guys this off chat, but 
Did you remember the show Lois and Clark? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. was it came vaguely? Yes. yes. Yeah, there were there there were a lot of references throughout this entire thing. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of them. Well, that was coming into its own, and they were going to get married, but they wanted to tie it in with the comic book. So they had a year gap in between, like production and all that. And they're like, "Well, what do we do with a oh, year man. gap of story?" Like, and one of the writers just said, "Yeah, let's just kill them." <laughs> <laughs> so that was like a buffer. Like that that would be the story that would be their buffer year. So they get back together, and by that time. Productions would wrap on uh, Lois and Clark, and they'd get married, and it would tie into the books as well, all at the same time. And of course, that didn't really link up too well because then Superman turned blue after that. Um, but we didn't read that. And then he came back. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah. I hate you so much. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, I want to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Give me, give me some yeah, pity. All right. We start off with Superman just doing his Superman-like duties. And, and what we're going to say is the, 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 blah, 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 the death of Superman. This is part one. Uh, and we get our first look at Doomsday, who is a big green bondage-like guy who really, really hates deer. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was <laughs> it was like for the, like the first like 10 or so pages of that uh issue it was just kind of like you know superman doing the talk show circuit <laughs> you yeah. know like yeah. <laughs> uh and then doomsday just kind of like wandering around exploring you know killing birds you know just being the anti-snow white of our time here yeah, yeah basically yeah exactly like it's a, a disney movies everything that was in them just, just like cute deer and the fawn and everything well i mean it, it's setting the table pretty be- pretty fast that he's like oh yeah I, he's a dick he doesn't like anything yeah. really he'll, he'll even fan. just kill tanker trucks and shit like that <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, the Justice League gets called in for some reason. Well, I mean, not for some reason, but they get for called some in. reason. Well, I mean, it's a Superman book, and your second issue is already getting tied. Look, in with if the I Justice saw the Beetle, League. you know, I wouldn't be too thrilled either. You know, I'd, I'd be like, "Can you send somebody else? Can we, <laughs> can we do that?" <laughs> which, which I was going to ask Tyler, what did you think this of this version of the Justice League that came in? I mean, we had. I, I, do you remember any of them? The same, yeah. I mean, like it. It didn't seem any different. Really? Well, we like had were... we had we had Guy Gardner, right? Who wasn't a Green Lantern anymore, right? Uh, we had Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. Mm-hmm. We had Maxima, which she was not in. Was she in what we read before? Justice League International? No, yeah, she okay. showed up maybe like a year prior. But she I was a bad her... guy. Okay, that makes but she a became a good sense. guy. Well, yeah, she's like the female gladiator. Yeah, well, she's like more like a gladiator, but yeah, she's just you know big there, standoffish. There's a lot of Russian. should be Russian. <laughs> I sensed a lot of, and I, I got the feeling that this was not a new team, like w- to 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 each other. It it looked like they had not been together long because no, they haven't. They'd been like secretly like uh, oh, what's his name the um uh, the black guy who Bloodwind. always who got the special blood speech wind. bubbles. <laughs> Bloodwind. This is another thing of the nineties. People had blood in their title a lot. Yeah, blood. Like I kind of like liked him because he was super mysterious, and like people were just like always off to the side in their own little like you know in their thoughts. Like, who the hell is this guy? guy? At the time, Justice League was really pushing that mystery. Like that was the story of like who is Bloodwind. It's like what what the fuck? Who cares? uh, Oh, we also had Fire and Ice as well. They were from the original. They showed up later, but they were staples in Justice League. But I but I I find myself personally really uh, drawn to Guy Gardner's character. Because he is an asshole. Yes, and I he's felt great. that felt. And this is going to sound weird, considering like you know the, the 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 time capsule of you know going back and reading these comics. But it was refreshing to see someone like him in an era 
where the heroes, at least, I mean, I, I probably as far as the DC are concerned, where the heroes are like really goody two shoes, mm-hmm. uh, and guy is just kind of like he says what he thinks. You yeah, know? <laughs> like, and it, it's kind of a weird juxtapose now where that's what I hate about where all the superheroes are <laughs> at this point because they're all Guy Gardeners at one point or another. Yeah. Like, I I don't want the brooding... Like, Batman can brood, sure, but, like... I, He's bored into that. Brood. Yeah. yeah. Brood like, I want, like... A, you don't want Spider-Man want brooding. shoes, that's yeah. all. Like, I and, want someone nice. And speaking of Guy Gardner, because I... And I was wondering this until Superman mentioned it when he was asked about it on the talk show. <laughs> Uh, but what, like, what, what is his status? Gardner's like, he's not a Green Lantern, but he has those he powers. Got, he got kicked out. He's using Sinestro's ring. Sinestro ah, okay. had a yellow right. ring. Right. So, but yeah, he got kicked out for. I do know who Sinestro is, guys. <laughs> for being a jackhole, basically. <laughs> but it's funny because, like, in those Justice League International books we covered earlier, that that was essentially Guy Gardner as well. But people were calling him out on it and saying, like, that's not. Yeah, he was. I mean, like, in, in like this, that. it was just kind of like, oh, Guy, you know. But in that one, it was like. Dude, shut the hell up! Like <laughs> they do not like him there. So, do you guys do you guys have any idea who Bloodwind could have been? Because they pushed that mystery while, but Doomsday's kicking their ass. By the way, yeah, throughout oh, yeah. all this. Oh yeah, uh, I don't know. I uh, I'm not, I'm really not familiar enough with it to make any sort Marshmallow Manhunter. Really? Okay. Yes, it's Martian. John 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 whatever John John only. Blackish character. It's really, the I mean, Martian. Really. Like, well, no, I mean, I always like if you were. Well, like, his voice actor is black, I believe, yeah, in the cartoon. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. And Smallville. It was. Yeah, and Smallville. It was Martian Manhunter. That's why when uh, he gets knocked into some fire, Blue Beetles about to figure out like spoil who he is, and then Doomsday just chokes him out and essentially murders him. But uh, yeah, the most let down mystery of all time: who is Bloodwind? I kind of I like Bloodwind conceptually more than Martian Manhunter. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, what? I I don't know. Uh, but maybe that's keep Let me in mind. Introduce you to the Bloodwind limited. <laughs> <laughs> keep in mind. I don't know the lore. You know, I'm just I'm just going off what I saw in the comics. Right. He was he was basically a. They made him because you know Martian Manhunter was also no Oreos or anything like that. No. Interesting. No, mm-hmm. well, uh, like I said, just like a Green Lantern, Superman, Batman, they were just reinventing heroes. So it's like let's make Martian Manhunter, <coughs> edgy black guy that shoots eye lasers all the time. So right. with the name Blood, but yeah, Doomsday <laughs> essentially kicks the Justice League's ass, and then one handed, yeah, a lot of the time. one arm tied behind his back, no less. And then uh, you know, kudos, kudos to whatever suit that was put on him. That you know, the uh, green suit and the yeah, cables and the, all that are holding him back. That held back that one arm. Yeah. You know? I yeah. think I think that suit was the the real hero. <laughs> I was gonna say they got this all wrong. They need to find that suit and they just mask put it back on. Put him, back yeah. on him. No, put this on. That's how you get Superman. Yeah. So then he just makes mincemeat of them, and he just keeps just walking along. He's just literally doing a beeline in whatever direction he's going, just chaos and all that. And <laughs> Superman's on Jenny Jones or whatever, and he <laughs> yeah. finally gets to the stress call. It's like, hmm, maybe I should go off. Like, if you're Superman, you're basically working 24-7. What time do you have to do the talk show circuit? I mean... Well, she did say it was a rarity. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And uh, runs into the personification. We cut to this personification of the 90s in general with this kid with the fucking grease back hair and the the flannels and the backwards hat and the ugly kid Joe look to him. Oh, my God. Pierced ear? He hated his parents. I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna be real upfront right here. Uh, as soon as they like 
because right before that, the last panel of that was Superman going, oh, my God, that's a residential area that he's heading towards. Yada, yada, yada. Smash cut to a kid skateboarding going like, uh, you know, Superman there sucks. is my life. La, la, la. <laughs> you know, like I skimmed through that until the until the until the illustrations became fighting again, because I was like, I know what they're doing. They're setting this up. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. going to smash into this kid's house. Yeah. So but he does reappear later. So it does become relevant. In the worst way possible. Yeah. It's just like, we need to tie up this loose end that no one asked for. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Superman basically saves the kid that didn't like him. And the Justice League, all uh, four or five that are still standing, come back and save the day. But then Booster Gold gets beaten by a car door. Oh, my God. That – okay, I did laugh at that. I, get, I did give a little chuckle. And I, I don't know. There's something about seeing, in a fr- seeing something like that in a frame-by-frame frame thing. Yeah, there was like way like, too many panels for that to happen. It's like, like Doomsday unlocks the car, <laughs> opens the door, puts his head, closes the door, rolls down the window at least. So it's, you know it's stuff like that. I wonder if that's done for impact or if it's just done to like elongate the the comic. Like, I think it was supposed to be panel, impact. Probably, to be yeah, probably for impact. But a lot of stuff was overextended in the '90s in general and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, then they finally put all their power into killing Doomsday, and you're like, oh, okay, well, he's clearly dead, and no, he, he gets freed up now, and, now, and now you start seeing his face. I kind of liked what they did with this, where they slowly revealed like each mm-hmm. issue. Like You're like, oh, this, this is just a big gray guy. He has bones all over him, not just on his knuckles, because that's, I believe, the only thing that was I fire. like this design of Doomsday far more than what Zack Snyder and that crew did. I can't even remember what he because looked like in BVS. It, he, um, do you remember uh, the Hulk movie, Edward Norton, what he fought? Abomination. Yeah, that guy. I think Abomination was a better design. Yeah, now I remember mm. what he looks like, yeah. They had, they had They're to, similar. They had to keep it looking like uh, Big guy. Zod. But the <laughs> that's that's true. Yes, he did look like Zod. But the Doomsday in the comics, at least in, in this in this iteration, I, re- I just I don't know. There's something about his bone structure. It was scary looking. Not just being like it's. It wasn't just bone structure. Like the bones on his face formed like almost like a beard, like facial yeah. hair. Uh, and then you had like the long white hair, and there's like there's character there. Yeah. Uh, however little, you know, obviously, because the guy, like, he says one word, kind of, which is Metropolis the entire time. He says Superman, too. Oh, does he? Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, uh, to be fair, that that is Doomsday. I mean, that's what, how he's depicted everywhere else. I wouldn't, I know you're saying how, like, Batman v Superman is, like, the... I, I, think, I think it's just, like... He doesn't probably, look like... probably just not Batman, about that. No, in Batman <laughs> yeah. v Superman, he looks like the bad guy from Premium Rush. Like <laughs> he, he gets the bones, doesn't he? Like doesn't he? He kind of, he kind of in Batman v Superman, he kind of, but it's it's nowhere near uh, as skeletal. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it seems I, more I'm remembering what he looks like now. He looks too he looks too human. Like it's mutate it's mutation is what it is rather than a part of his being. It's like a athletic troll from Lord of the Rings or the movie Trolls or <laughs> from DreamWorks. But to be fair, the overall design of of, of uh Doomsday in any of his iterations, I mean, it's nothing complicated. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, he's a big dude. He's a big dude, but big I mean, dude. he's got some scary look to him. I mean, there's so many big dudes out there, you can only reinvent the wheel so many times. I think Doomsday looks rad and I think he's one of the best Superman villains out there. Take that for what it's worth because <laughs> he's just a guy that hit things. I would basically. put him up there just because uh lack of an agenda. Like a real agenda, uh, I mean, him, not, him not him not Mixelflick. Yeah, I like Mixelflick. Him not talking, him just being like just death and destruction incarnate. That's I can get behind that. He's not theatrics like Lex Luthor. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Yeah, Lex Luthor. Let's talk about him. While uh, this is going on, like basically they're fighting the whole fucking way to Metropolis, and Doomsday only. Oh yeah, Doomsday figures out how to read at one point because yeah. he sees a, he sees a big he sees a big screen TV while Superman's fighting. And Hulk Hogan, dressed up in a leather daddy costume for a wrestling <laughs> event, is saying, I'll see you at Metropolis. And then he mouths Metropolis and figures out how to go there. One so of the that's what I'm saying. He, like, he figured out how to read. So that's basically to get them to there so Superman think, could die in Metropolis. I think Bill Clinton is actually in this. Yes, he is. More than the Beatle is. <laughs> wow, yeah. He's, Bill Clinton shows up quite a bit. In this. this also shows the stage. That's the other thing we were talking about with Justice League when we yeah. looked over that. Ronald Reagan and Sylvester Stallone and stuff like that. Like, yeah. DC was not afraid to go for like the actual celebrity themselves instead of like most comics at the time would like have a shadowed face or something like that and say, Mr. President, or you'd see like gray hair and be like, okay, it's, that's George Bush Sr. or whatever. You this, know? Um, going back to the business with Lex, though. Uh, yeah, while this is going on, Lex Luthor is watching from TV. How do you guys think of this version of Lex Luthor? Have you seen this version of yeah, Lex Luthor? I mean, it was... Have I seen Thundercats? Yes. <laughs> like... It's all right. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the best version of Lex Luthor. You think this is the best version <laughs> no, of Lex Luthor? Oh I'm saying for, for him, it's to, in his eyes, he's yes. genetically the best Lex Luthor, which is flowing. I mean, if you, if you are bald... What's the opposite of bald? <laughs> this is the way opposite. Long, flowing, Long, red, curly flowing. locks. Oh, yeah. my God. With so, a big, bushy beard. Yeah. So Just body hair all over. For me, someone who is not at all familiar with whatever is going on in the larger universe. Uh, pretty sure they talk about that in the books. Yeah, they, 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 they do. They it. do, yeah. Uh, but prior to that, before, you know, not having any prior knowledge of anything going on inside the universe you know, at the time of this arc, uh, seeing that guy and not immediately recognizing him, obviously as Lex and then having people call him Lex. And I'm going, what? Who is that? And then he's like, just with Supergirl calling her love and Supergirl doesn't really Australian accent. That's supposed to be an Australian. Oh yes. Did, didn't get that. (laughs) So just think about that now. And love. Oh my God. That makes it worse. And then, and then he's got, and then Supergirl is apparently his girlfriend or whatever. Yes. And what made that really weird for me was that she seemed not so much his partner, but very submissive almost. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I really got that strong scene. And so even though just reading it, it was just uncomfortable. Yes. Like that whole relationship was just way. uncomfortable. Uh, and that was magnified by his fucking hair. <laughs> like, like, Jesus. It was just, I hated that look, that Lionel look. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Um, so Supergirl is not really a Kryptonian, by the way. Uh, you, you know, I you gathered that, that out later when I, she got clobbered. Yeah, <laughs> Doomsday later will she'll try to intervene and clobbers gets clobbered by Doomsday and her face gets smashed in the putty and then she turns purple and her eyeballs do the ooga thing. Yeah, and it just it just did that. There yeah. was no buildup. It just she's, did that. She's an alien basically that takes on the form of Supergirl because the real Supergirl is dead. Mm. So. But don't worry, then another Supergirl shows up from Krypton. Mm. Apparently, there was another one. So, Superman lore, you gotta love it. Another designated survivor. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, basically, Luther was dying from radiation, from kryptonite, or cancer. And so he put his brain and eyeballs into a tank, and they regrew his body. And now he's saying that he's his son, and he's taking over the family business. That was their way of changing the way Lex Luthor looks. And the whole the whole time... Uh, I was looking at that. I was thinking of 
Batman v Superman, where they got, I where I suppose anyway, they got some of the subtle des- designs. I guess if you want to go that far, for uh, what's his face's look in the Jesse movie, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg with the the long hair. You know, I wonder if that really was like it's it, it made me it. think about it at least at because the very least. I forgot all about when I started reading this. I forgot all about Lex Luthor too for a oh, while. Really? Yeah, I forgot. Once I turned I was, the page, I was, I was like, why is he? Have- why, yeah. Why does he have fucking red hair? And I like instead of just keep reading, like I had to go to the Wikipedia and read this long, <laughs> detailed thing, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, comic books. Yeah, but uh, that's, that's just yeah. One other thing, <laughs> one other thing. While they're fighting in Metropolis, <clears throat> have you guys? You probably didn't notice, but the last four issues, there was something quote unquote meta that was kind of eye rolling. I don't know if you noticed the countdown at all. There was a countdown. I'm not sure. Was it visible? Or? Last four issues. So we're four. The fourth from the last had four panels on each page. Third had three panels. Two had two panels. And the last issue where Superman dies, it's just splash pages. It's one giant panel per page. I think I noticed Pretty that, good. but yeah, I didn't, it's I neat, didn't but read like, it as a countdown. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what it was supposed to be. Like I noticed the splash pages just because that's something you can't really yeah, not notice. It's like, wow, this is just one page after one page after one page. So yeah, Superman Doomsday fight for like, a billion issues up into Metropolis. It was like a Dragon Ball Z. That was a tussle. Yeah, it was basically Dragon Ball Z. But it fire was really... just ruining things. Whatever her name is. No, what was her name? Maxima. Uh, Maxima. Maxima. Yeah, that was just... back when uh, Leather Daddy Hulk Hogan was on TV. She was uh-huh. trying to help out. God uh, and fucked everything. You up know, blew worse. up a gas station because yeah. she's stupid. Um, <laughs> she's a stupid character, but uh, <laughs> she wanted to mate with Superman. That was her big evil arc. Oh, God. To create this super ultra warrior baby. Okay. He convinced her not to. Yeah, comics. Uh, yeah. <laughs> by, by saying no, yeah. oddly enough. Yeah, weird. But, uh, yeah, it's really weird to see a Superman book where there's blood, like, constantly. Like, like That did stand out to me, actually, uh, especially when the Justice League were first getting tossed. Uh, yeah. That was brutal. Yeah, like when you see when you see blood in books, it's usually like someone will spit some out, or there'll be like a little splotch on their shoulder that's not relative of the point of impact. But yeah, I mean they were cutting the crap out of each other in this, and I thought that was pretty interesting. But then yeah, Superman and Doomsday finally hit each other both at the same time, and they just all of a sudden go over, which is kind of weird. I mean, that was anti. I didn't like that. It was kind of anticlimactic, and then yeah. Bugs Bunny just started staring you right in the face. <laughs> Somebody Did you was wearing, that? somebody was wearing a Bugs Bunny shirt in that panel. Yes, <laughs> like, the final like emotional panel where Superman dies. There's this Chinese girl just standing there with this giant Bugs Bunny shirt in the foreground. It's just like this. What the fuck is this? Yeah, that's and, my eye went right to it. Disney <laughs> probably paid for that panel. Yeah, well, Warner Brothers does own DC, so there's probably I don't know if that happened at the merger. I don't know when they actually merged. I should have looked that up. But that always stands out to me when someone says the death of Superman, that fucking shirt is the first <laughs> thing I think of because I mean that's a, that's the penultimate page. That's the second to last page there where like Superman dies and then you just have this stupid girl in her shirt. It's just, not even a graphic tee either. The whole shirt is gray and it's his face. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like if what if Batman died in like the same situation, like he's about to go over and you have some dude just itching his nuts right on the panel. It's just like what the uh, hell? Batman wouldn't die. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well he did die. He did die. And he got shot back in time or something like that. Yeah, man. <sighs> Grant Morrison's a weird guy. Tommy Uh so th- actually this is kind of where I prefer the novel. So just as an overarching thing, like this entire time I'm reading, it's good. It, it gives you kind of a visual on, on certain things, but there is only so many times that you could read a caption of 
just like, oh man, I just got punched in the face and he hits like a freight truck. I can mm-hmm. barely feel my legs like yeah. over and over and over again. And uh, the nice thing with the novel was more of like, and Doomsday clobbers the crap out of him. And then, you know, you just kind of paint the picture to yourself versus like yeah. the character narrating it. It would time. be kind of funny if the book said, and Doomsday clobbers the crap out well, of him. Yeah. The end in like 500 point font. There, there's a, there's like a lot of panels uh, in the comic where it's it's just Superman in his thoughts. While he, while he's getting punched in the face, <laughs> like you know, yeah. oh this really hurts. Oh, I gotta put all my. <laughs> hopefully, he doesn't have as many en- much, as much energy reserve as I do. Oh. Yeah. So, what's also neat at the the original single issue you guys saw in the scans or whatever, but uh, it was actually a fold out. So like you saw one picture of him just like you know Lois was holding him up after mm-hmm. he took him down, and then he falls backwards. Well, they had a thing where you would pull back the. The, the fold-out cover, and then he'd fall back, which I thought was a neat gimmick. At That's the time. nice. So, yeah, you kill just, Superman right in the comfort of your own home. <laughs> yeah. This this book this book was also responsible. This this issue where he dies was also responsible for people thinking that you can go through college just by selling buying comic books and selling them back later or something like that. <laughs> it got so bad that people started counterfeiting this book and selling it at an exuberant rate. <laughs> there was a special edition Gosh. where it was sealed in a poly bag, so you couldn't know. Like they, they would counterfeit the book, but you left it in a sealed bag that you couldn't see through. It was black with the Superman logo on it, the bloody Superman logo. Uh, which oddly enough, there was the real versions of that that came with a Superman armband as well, so you could wear it on your <laughs> shoulder, just like the Justice League Talk and everyone else uncomfortable. did. Yeah. Mourn with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So yeah. Now was, all of you can be Paul Bearers. Yeah, that was the end of <laughs> that's the end of part one. Part two, we'll just graze over real quick because Oh my god. Funeral I did. for a friend. Yeah, it's it's a slog to get through. Uh, you liked it that much, huh? Listen, I read the first two like I, I said this in our off jet, but I read the first two issues, all right? Realized where this was going, where the Justice League was going to come together and do their do just do their darndest to answer Superman's fan mail. Yeah. <laughs> Like yes, he's help, not joking either, and help That's all these people do. that as many people as they can. So you know, each of the Justice League members, or not, you know, I mean, you know, what I mean, each of the heroes that come to to pay their respects, you know, goes on their way to help a person. And out of the you know the thousands of letters that Superman has received, these ten folks are you know these lucky recipients of a helping hand. And the odds of it being that grease-haired, that grease ball, yeah, guy. yeah, Tommy, I think that his kid. name was pretty good. Of course, it was Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, his family uh, gets back together because thanks to Wonder Woman and the Justice League. And it was it was nine issues where they took a, their time to establish or reestablish rather that the Cadmus guys are assholes. Yes, the Cadmus <laughs> Project is a scientific based uh, company, and, and they wanted they wanted his body to just conduct research on for you know scientific purposes, and it's just kind of like okay. <laughs> Batman's awesome. Yeah, Batman did some stuff. There was a terrorist there, and he stopped yeah. the terrorists yeah. in a couple panels. That was a, that was that was comical. That last shot of him hanging there with a sign that says "Arrest me." Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Batman stops a terrorist <laughs> in four panels. Yep. Booster Gold gets his head caved in on a door in two hundred and six panels. <laughs> what the fuck? That whole funeral scene actually just felt off to me because it was like you know you have all the heroes of the world there. You know, holding, you know, Paul being acting as pallbearers, marching with his body. All the heroes of the world, by the way, who were not present at the fight against Doomsday. What the hell? Uh, and the crowd just 
loses their shit for reasons. <laughs> like it I just, know. I don't know. If it I didn't feel Batman right, man. Just walking around, I'd probably. It just, didn't, I don't know. It just didn't feel right to me. The just crowd just goes crazy, and then you know, back to action. Justice League starts beating the tar out of people to try to save the day, so we can get on with burying Superman. And I was like, this is this is weird. There is there is an emotional disconnect going on here. <laughs> yes. That's um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The first issue of that arc I thought was pretty good because it was the initial aftermath of them trying to save Superman and actually failing, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, it's d- the the disbelief. So like us reading it, we realize like, oh, Superman died. Oh, he came back. Okay, cool. Like at that point, you know, it, it's if you if you go issue by issue and you try to get the idea that, oh, hey, uh, you know. He died, and you're trying to piece that together, reading it as it comes out. Month to month. Right. Or week to week, mm-hmm. actually. This was a weekly event. I, I feel like you're almost, you know, oh, maybe this issue is when they fix it. Oh, maybe this issue is when they fix it. And, like, when you actually see just how many issues and how long it's, t- like, that's crazy. You yeah. know, like, I, I was trying to read it in that way uh, versus just saying, like, oh, this is boring as hell because I know the end of it. But trying to kind of... I don't want to say method read, but like, put, put, you know, put, your, put yourself in a situation. Yeah. Like yeah. I could definitely see that. And this is going to be a little off top and kind of weird, but do you, either of you watch house? Yeah. Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> There's a character in house that, uh, just the, the opening of that episode is, uh, he just commits suicide in the very beginning of the episode. And the entire episode is like trying to like, how do you deal with that? Once a person's, gone you know right like you, you you go through all the different stages of grief and disbelief and, and and things like that and and i felt that way looking at funeral of a friend they're at least trying to okay uh, so I, th- I thought it was impactful maybe not so much i know you much. mean you're it's like, it's yeah. it's almost the difference between staying with a show during its seasonal run versus just binging Binge it. watching uh where you don't necessarily yes. have that like you know, like, well, what's happening? You know, you but, can just find it right there. Knowing how that show turns yeah. out. That's the problem. It's like we, we know where that's going. Yeah. So you got to put a little suspension of disbelief yeah. into that. But um, I, I really enjoyed the first issue, at least. This and. I liked how the Justice League basically, it was almost like prom. Like, <laughs> they, they were announcing as each other, like, flew in. Like, yeah. And here's Nightwing. Which makes me think that they're kind of blowhards. I kind of wish, like, that a terrorist bit, yeah. did blow them up. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. But, yeah, sure. I was, I was angry just because, like, they're all flying in. I'm like, there's, like, 30 or 40 of you right here. And, like, Doomsday killed Superman. What were you doing? <laughs> like, well, they, they, I think they, they said really off. They needed them, right? They said offhand that a lot of them were, like, like out, out in space or something like that, I believe, or something to that effect. Like there was just that like that wanking, like yeah, because Green Lantern was out in space at the time. Because we'll find out about that later. Um, Luckily, it's nine o'clock and everybody's gone for work. <laughs> what a terrible movie! Um, <laughs> Thanks, Anderson. But yeah, for the most part, funeral for a friend was them trying to deal with the the, the fallout of Superman dying, and then the Cadmus Project, which you mentioned, stole his body, and they were trying to get it back. <laughs> They being Lois Lane, Lex Luthor, Supergirl, and uh, Detective Turpin. Turpin. This okay. This was <laughs> who's stuck in 1922. This, this is not. This is not. This is not funeral for a friend. This is. This is the the zany adventures of Detective Turpin. Did you get? Did you see the, the part the where he men? Yeah, where <laughs> oh, yeah he ripped off underworld. his shirt and the fucking ripped. Dude, Turpin should not be a cop. Like, <laughs> no, he should be out punching people in the face. 
Like he's just taking on underworlders. Like the screw Mike it. Hagar. Of, yeah, know, basically DC he's Mike universe. Hagar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's just this police detective just trying to help them out, but he's fucking and squatty as Danny DeVito, but ripped like Hagar. And real quick, I just I just want to throw in that it I will never find I will never cease to find amusement in the people's inability in a Superman story like this to connect the dots and realize that Clark Kent is Superman. Because especially, especially through Lois and how broken up she is over Superman's death and Clark's quote-unquote death. And it's like, uh, come on, guys. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I, think they, I think they made some bullshit reasoning where like Superman kind of sort of – or Clark kind of sort of like vibrates his face at a frequency where people can't really put it together. But it, it's not really no. It's 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 comic bullshit. It, you know, it was the funniest to me. Uh, slightly off topic, and I think it was Superman two, where he takes off his glasses, and Lois is like, <gasps> like just that kind of. I'm hey, a fucking hey, idiot. He straightened his posture too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, no, he that did. Was the original thing is, hey, I'm gonna put these glasses on. I'm gonna be a bumbling idiot. I'm gonna slouch, and, <laughs> and that's enough. Like, all right. <sighs> but anyway. <laughs> But yeah, they they go through the adventures of trying to get his body back from the Cadmus Project, which they eventually do. And uh, I do like the final monologue from Lex Luthor. I don't know if you remember that or he when he he has his moment in the tomb where if it's not clear yet that this is not Junior Lex, (laughs) should be pretty fucking clear now. Yeah. Well, no, you you that yeah, you as the right? reader know that that's the original Lex yeah. Luthor. People, the, the people in kayfabe don't know though. Oh well, you know, I, it was well, you it was clear know. to me yeah. at this point. <laughs> I had my suspicions because they did spend like two or three panels of him talking about it, but I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, all right. I I do like I do like his little monologue there. How he says he he finally won. He wasn't able to kill him, but he was able to fucking bury the body and gloat yeah. about it. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then Pa Kent has a heart attack. Yeah, whoops. Which, yeah, I mean, he's still alive. So yeah, that's... yeah, he, yeah, the Kent showed up to grieve with Lois and then go away. Like they were basically filler as well. That that whole this whole arc, funeral for a friend, was filler. But the the interesting thing, I don't know if I mentioned this in off chat as well, but this happened at the end of I, I believe it's February ninety three. They didn't publish a Superman book until the end of May. Mm, so no. like they actually went radio silent because like. Their blurbs, they'd always say, like, next week, two weeks, mm-hmm. three weeks in action comics, whatever. And they'd have nothing. Like, it would just say nothing, nothing to report. It is not on sale. So, like, you're thinking, like, oh, fuck. Like, people people that weren't really in the know, like, I, I fell for it, but I was 10 at the time <laughs> this came out. So, like, I was just like, Shh. no excuse. I was like, shit. <laughs> no excuse. And, and they didn't even tell retailers because retailers order comics in advance. Mm hmm. They didn't even tell retailers until maybe like a few weeks out. It's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be on sale. But a lot of people did know because the next issue in the third arc was Adventures of Superman issue 500. Like you don't stop, like especially on a, on a number like that. That's always a big blowout extravaganza right, issue. Right. So, yeah, uh, the, the third part is the reign of Superman where Superman comes back to the dead from the dead four times. Yeah, this was weird. Uh... Right off the bat. Which one did you think was the real Superman? Was it Steel? Um, I <laughs> no, I thought he was Martian Manhunter. Oh. <laughs> I was pretty certain that none of them were going to be the real Superman because really? why would they? <laughs> Dude, I remember this fucking clear. Did you did you think any of them were the real Superman, Tyler? Uh, when I was reading the book, it so 
that's the one advantage that comics have is when you're reading a book and you, as a kid, because I mean, I I was pretty young. Like I had to have been like 12, 13 reading this thing. So you're trying to piece together a lot of stuff and a lot of the people that you're thinking of, the the physique and everything, you just, you picture everyone just, ah, yeah, he's strong and big and everything. Yeah. So like, I, I, I want to say that I thought that at one point the cyborg was Superman. Um, and there was some weird thing going on with that. Was this back then or? Oh yeah, yeah, back then. Thank you for smacking the table. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> the Terminator theme. Yes, I got the Terminator theme. I I, I want to say that's kind of the way the way I was going, um, but I I couldn't tell you for sure. Uh, it was it, I I I felt like a choice of three between three actually rather than four uh, because steel. Uh, what? How dare you? What? Count out steel, the big black man in armor that's clearly not Clark Kent. It's literally saying, I am not. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if we take that away <laughs> and uh, look more nuanced at it, uh, he actually never addresses himself as Superman. I mean, Super- Correct. Superboy technically is. Yes, he technically Superman, is. You know? Superboy, so, I thought, was stupid. But they also kind of <laughs> throw out right away that he's a clone. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if you read the books... Like some people would just like kind of like graze over and be like, "Oh, why is he young now?" But no, they straight out say the Cadmus Project cloned him. Like, but they didn't get that's, far enough. That's actually why I didn't think any of them were because it was too convenient. And it was I too think out already. Uh, and this this kind of goes back to the point you were making, where we were sort of like reading them all at once rather than you know following it along. Where I had the Cadmus Pro- yeah, the Cadmus Project was fresh in my mind. Yeah. So immediately I'm like, oh, okay, so they did some shitty bitty stuff. So <laughs> like, you yeah. know, what's going on here? Uh. Back when this came out and we were reading it in real time, there was fist fights between Cyborg Superman and Eradicator, who is the guy, the Superman with the visor. Yeah, That's yeah. What his name was. I thought it was Eradicator because it looked just like Superman. It's just like, well, even though I was young, I was still under the impression of like it's you know it's Gritty's nineties. Like everyone's like killing superheroes are killing people now. Why wouldn't it be him? So, and of course I was wrong. The, I, I, no, technically I was kind of right. The first one that. Uh, came out. Uh, what's his name? Plasma Superman, or whatever. That's the Eradicator. Uh, he almost got me because you know. And then th- there's that sort of emotional dissonance between him and Lois. That sort of like, okay, so maybe there. Mm, I don't think it's him. <laughs> yeah, he it, he reminded me too much of uh, Gene Paul because like you have to think that like everything I read from Batman from Batman. I'm sorry, that's real. So yeah, any any time I read anything, it's always going back to Batman just because that's how I was as a kid. Yeah. So whenever I see a superhero kill someone or like seriously hurt someone or something like that, it's just like, well, no, okay, that's there's something wrong there. <laughs> well, that, that's that's what it was all the time. Like everyone's just started murdering for yeah. just the hell of it. So mm-hmm. like that's why we thought it was like, well, no, Cyborg Superman is clearly. Some people are like Cyborg Superman is clearly. Clark Kent because it looks just like him only you know with the robot face yeah only he's a robot yeah I mean he's got the eye and the little patch of hair that just how he's always drawn he acted more like Superman so as a 13 year old kid reading a novel uh, (laughs) that's kind of who I want because in my mind it looked nothing like how just crazy that was I'm sure they described it in the book but never for a million years like I was thinking oh he might have a red eye like you're something like that. <laughs> uh, not like you're missing half a face yeah uh, so but uh did you like any of these did you guys like any of these 
Did you remember, or were you just rolling your eyes and rolling <sighs> up in your face the entire time? Listen. I don't like Did you like Superboy's Tood? Tood? Oh, my God. Okay. So, okay, here, a little bit of backstory. When I was a kid, I didn't. I never read comics, all right? But I did... Got your ear pierced like Superboy? <laughs> no, I was super into Spider-Man. I was really into Spider-Man. Uh, and I think it's... Subconsciously, I think it's for the same reason everybody else was into super Spider-Man, because... Um, he was more relatable, I think, uh, to kids because he, he's, he's suffering through growing pains as well as anybody else until he, until he becomes Cosmic Spider-Man. But anyway, uh, um, I got this big white book that detailed everything within the Spider-Man universe, all the characters, all the environments, all the enemies that he's yeah, faced. One of those encyclopedias. Uh, yeah, yeah and, uh, and one of those, it, it detailed like Spider-Girl and all that stuff. And I don't know what, but it, looking at Superboy – Reminded me how much I hated all of the Spider-Man offshoots. Those little just brats that were like, "You're not, wow. you're not him, you're not cool." Like I don't know. It's just like this irrational. Like you, you put that down and you go home. Like I yeah, don't know. Superboy's also a wonderful relic of the '90s, just for the language that he used. He's just like he, he, he his his attitude just kind of like vaguely reminded me. It, it was almost like a cleaner uh, John St. John's uh, Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. And I think that's why I immediately was like, no, you're not my Superman. <laughs> I think I have a new appreciation for Steel uh, just because after watching Luke Cage, yeah. I was kind of making those the parallels there. Because they're um, black. Ex- yeah. But, <laughs> well, it's, it's not just black, but it's like, okay, we're, we're in a horrible neighborhood. And, yes. I'm, you know, I'm fighting against guns. And he, he, he was the spirit of Superman um, right. that is very easy to just be like, okay, he's he gets it, but whatever but he's also tech savvy and you know like it it, it was neat um, steel's a really good character i most certainly glossed over him you know past tyler now watching that again or like reading again and everything it was it, it had more of an impact yeah they also uh they depicted gang violence really 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 brutal like yeah we're just murdering kids left and right uh i think you said kevin uh People in taxi cabs just just driving up on curbs, trying to run over women and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, and I I actually noticed uh, everyone's fucking bloodthirsty. Where, where the, does Punisher fall into this? Yeah, uh, I actually noticed that. Actually, I think it was um in this arc. I, I saw it a lot uh, since we were reading scans of the comics. Um, they have the advertisements and everything in there, and a yeah. lot of the advertisements focused on like you know bullying and AIDS and everything. Oh, I was yeah, seeing a lot yeah. of that. That's the other thing, AIDS became a huge thing. Yeah. Robin, Robin was off to tell oh, his yeah. friends about yeah. AIDS. Saw it's not a even lot a big of that. Deal, guys. <laughs> I can touch you. It's fine. I'm yeah, I get it. Yeah, this was back when like we're people great. thought you could still get it from contact. Yeah. That's Ugh. crazy. That's that's a little going back to that time capsule thing. This is weird. Yeah, interesting, but. Weird. <laughs> Uh, seriously, what, like, where was Punisher around during this time? In an alternate universe. Obviously, I understand it's DC and Marvel. <laughs> I'm saying, was Marvel doing Punisher? Oh, yeah. Punisher had, like, five books at the time. He okay, was super well, that's, hot. that's what I mean. So then super. the gang violence, Yes, it, there's a correlation. Yeah, there. like, like I, I said, the yeah. 90s was all about grim and gritty. Right, right. Okay. So over-the-top violence and whatnot. And well, yeah, the, you know, the war yeah. on... Uh, Bandanas and stubble. The war on drugs and crime and all that, you know? So. Yeah. So it's also interesting, that, like... You had you had Steel. You said how he's tech savvy and he's just trying to be a monument for Superman, so to speak. And yeah, he had he found out that his guns that he made in his past life are coming back to haunt him. Superboy's just running around being Superboy, you know, just doing stuff for 
getting laid, basically. <laughs> he wants to save the world, but he also wants to, like, you know, have a good time. Cyborg we'll Superman. be home before dinner time. Cyborg Superman is apparently the one that everyone flocks to. They Everyone everyone in the book thinks that Cyborg Superman is a real deal with sex appeal. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to do it. God damn um, it. Yeah, you know, side note real quick. Uh, reading these comics, uh, the dated ones anyway from, like, the 90s, I now yeah. know where you get your personality from <laughs> like what you are always making just 90s references oh. and just like saying all this I, stuff. I can't help it i mean it's, <laughs> it's it rad time, yeah. yeah it's pretty rad uh, cyborg superman does something pretty interesting early on where uh he takes doomsday and throws him off in the outer space and yep see you later <laughs> yeah he, he plants a little chip on him so he'll uh always keep track of him and doomsday's alive yep just laughing yeah just just laughing like nothing happened yeah, that's what you do. Play dead for <laughs> like forever. I don't. It's weird. Yeah. Um. And then Eradicator is just like we said before. Well, he's not called Eradicator at the time. He's called <laughs> the Man of Tomorrow. Like they call him Superman, but like they refer to him as the Man of Tomorrow. Um. Well, he's I, basically um, just killing carjackers and people robbing banks and stuff like that. Just nuking yeah. With after his after that scene with, I think he does that before he meets Lois. Uh, for the first time after his resurrection, but seeing that was like, oh uh, yeah, like more to Tyler's point, it was like, okay, that's that's not n- n- no. <laughs> so if you didn't think any of these people were Superman, what what did you think? Because Eradicator took Superman's body, like he basically grabbed his. I'll I'll admit I wasn't over. sure of that conclusion like that you, I came to. You don't, you weren't thinking ahead, like well, where's uh, fucking real Superman? Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's weird. Um, I thought that he was like alive and just kind of like elsewhere. I didn't know where. I thought maybe he. Uh, I thought maybe Cadmus was behind something there, but I was wrong. Him, <laughs> him and Pa Kent were having some fun. Yeah. What? Oh yeah, in the uh, in their little dream. Yeah. In the in the dream. Oh. But like I yeah I didn't think I didn't think ahead. Uh, but I just I was That's like I don't, there's none of these. Guys. I figured you'd be I figured you'd be thinking like well these are clearly not Superman where where could he be oh he's clearly in this bath or Krypton bath or whatever the hell I didn't think ahead I was just I was just not convinced by any of them. Yeah. But uh, the closest was the Eradicator for me. Yeah, uh, and probably second closest would be Cyborg Superman. But I think I was also kind of leaning towards him because I also liked his conceptually I liked him a lot more. Yeah. He just looked cool, and I was like, "Oh, we were me and Jonathan in the previous episode. We talked about Green Lantern, Cyborg, Superman's in that as well. We were praising him as well. He's a really good character. I was just like waiting for him to give thumbs up to everybody as he's (laughs) sinking into lava. I don't get it. How dare you? Um, But yeah, kayfabe wise, Cyborg Superman seems to be legit. Like he's with Bill Clinton, basically. Uh, This is this is is Billy's. Nothing says more legit. Well, with the government. Yep. This is I think this is Billy's third or fourth cameo in this entire arc. Yeah. Way to go. But the interesting thing about this is also seeing how far tech has gone since then because Superman's flying that cyborg Superman's flying around the personal calm to yeah. the White House and they're like, Wow, this technology really is something, huh? And it's like, Oh yeah, cell phones haven't been invented yet. Like yes. Well it's it's funny that you mentioned that because actually I think it was in the first the very first issue of the arc of uh, the death of Superman where Lois goes to investigate what's going on with the underworlders and she leaves a note for superman or for clark kent rather on his on his computer yeah and clark hears this from somebody and he's like oh how high tech of her and it's like <laughs> she literally just opened up a word and wrote hey <laughs> a woman knows how to type <laughs> just things like, like that basically it's just the usual superman stuff like they're all doing their own thing trying to save the day and they all fight each <coughs> other it seems like 
Eradicator wants to beat up everyone all the time. Uh, he seems to be, I, I think he got in most of the fights between all the Supermen. But uh, at one point, this big warship just shows up and hovers over Coast City, which is Green Lantern's hometown, and just nukes the place. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, Eradicator is there at the time, and then we find out that the cyborg Superman is actually a bad guy who is evil Reed Richards, essentially, because that's what yeah. Tyler yeah. was uh, so showing me pictures. They He's a character named Hank Henshaw, and he had the same origin story as a Fantastic Four, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> and not a, like literally the exact same thing. Yes, but unfortunately, the rest of his crew died, and he blames Superman for it, so, you know. I'll get my revenge, yada, yada. It's a really elongated revenge plan there. Yeah, but he he has help from a bad guy named Mongol who wants to create War World, basically like a slave planet world, basically. Um, so before you go any further, I will say that in the middle of all this, once it was after like after all four of them have been revealed and established and, you know, now you have to you take your pick. <laughs> Uh, I was getting lost. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when Cyborg Superman turned heel? No, just like just the name drops, like Mongol and Warworld and all of that, and yeah. Coast City. And I was like, all right, I'm just you're, you're from there, you're from there, area. like or not area, but like in that position. Cyborg uh, Superman? No, Mongol. So oh. like I I remember the cartoon, and he was top dog, obviously, you know, from yeah. Warworld, uh, yeah. Warworld, World, World, Werewolf, Werewolf. <laughs> Uh, and I did not remember that part. I like I remember obviously that the whole cyborg thing, but I, I didn't remember or didn't put two and two together that, that was the same guy. Yes, uh, that was kind of this subservient, uh, bitch, really number yeah, two. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which was kind of neat. It was a yeah. He he was a two bit player back then. He he actually just debuted not too long before this entire song, like a couple years prior. So he was still kind of you know. I vaguely remember Mongol from the cartoon. It was when, okay. yeah, like Superman. It was in the Superman the, animated series. The, the, the next time Superman died. Yeah. And Batman was like, no, he didn't. He's, <laughs> he's fine. We'll figure it out. But yeah, uh, Coast City gets nuked, like literally nuked. And the best part about it is while the Eradicator's trying to fight off Cyborg Superman from doing all this, like <laughs> the government's calling Cyborg Superman and he's like, they're like, what's going on? He's like, oh, there's a lot of interference here. <laughs> like, like you'd say, like if you're driving it, pretending to drive in a tunnel or something like that and just being shitty altogether. Um, it's almost like two, two, two evil guys fighting over who can be the most evil. It's like, no, why'd you do that? Well, Eradicator wasn't really evil. He was just an asshole that just, you know, I mean, he just, he was kind of like the Punisher where he would just kill dudes, but mm. he still tried to be a good guy. Cyborg Superman was never a good guy. <clears throat> um, and then Green Lantern shows up. I don't know if you read the crossover issue with Green Lantern. Yeah. Did you? Uh, no. Over. no. No. Okay. What did you think of that issue? It was weird because I didn't understand the... I think it was out of order, almost. Like, it jumped the gun on some stuff. It did, kind of, sort of. So, like, the... It it was fine. I mean, you just got... It was him getting knocked around a little bit. By Uh, Mongol, yeah. Yeah. His entire city got nuked. Yeah. And he's playing it off, like... I didn't get that at all. Like, whenever you're like, oh, it's his hometown. No, Okay. Yeah, like, like 90 million people. They say like 90 million people die, and he's just shrugging it off like, you know, he just got punched in like the stomach or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, really bad writing. Yeah, that would be a thing to be broken up about. Yeah. And, and I just think that the way that we were reading the comic, like it it took me out of it. Yeah, it was it was really bad. Um, they actually take over. That's actually how Green Lantern goes bad, though. 
So mm. that's the tipping point where he goes crazy and becomes so paralyzed. Coast City is his lowest lane. Not in that book, though, right? <laughs> no, but that's basically the precursor. That's what kicks it off. Gotcha. Okay. But what's funny is after that issue, after that crossover issue, the next issue is him going to fight crime with Green Arrow. And he's just like, oh, we'll just we'll worry about the desolation of my town later. I'm going to go have fun with Green Arrow. <laughs> well, I mean. And then he goes crazy. They'll match. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Color matches, yeah. But yeah, while while that no, real, of, real quick, which Green Arrow is that? Ollie. No, I'm I'm sorry, not uh, Green Lantern. Hal Jordan. Okay, so all right, gotcha. yeah. Um, well, there's like multiple Green Arrows too. I didn't know why uh, you were fair enough. Yeah. No, I was. Yeah. Um, Hal well, Jordan was a racist, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. He hated Black John Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Black John Stewart, like White John Stewart. What? We're so off topic here. Um. Ryan while Rose. while Coast City's getting nuked, we see that Wow, it's getting nuked. <laughs> yeah, we see in Antarctica where the Fortress of Solitude is, and that's where Eradicator hangs out. Um another body pops out, which is a Superman in a black costume and a mullet. Yeah. Did you like the mullet? It was very well drawn. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think mullet Superman's my favorite design of Superman. Uh, Something about it—he made it. He looked buffer. I don't know why. I, I think it's just the way it was drawn. Just because my mom kind of instilled it that men should not have long hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got two different action figures of Superman. They're both long-haired versions. I, I like the the shorter hair, but that's more. I was a Lex <clears throat> Clark fan, so yeah, yeah. Big Dean Kane. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he basically gets in a little Kryptonian armor suit and walks all the way back and. Convinces himself, convinces everyone that he's the real Superman. I was like, oh, and they're like, oh, yeah, I was just knocked into a coma for a while, too. Well, he didn't know Doomsday's still alive, but he's just like, yeah, I was in a coma. Thumbs up. What's going on? And they go off the coast city. Oh, and uh, he picks up some guns. Yeah. Superman with guns. How'd you think about that? What do you think about that? Uh, out of character, and it made me doubt him uh, just a bit. Did you not think that was the real Superman once he picked up some guns? Uh, may, no. <laughs> it's like. Terrible bullets. You they know, not rubber bullets. They're rubber bullets. They were giant alien guns <laughs> that he picked up. Well, you're going to fight some aliens. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're they do the final showdown at Coast City or whatever Mongols War World planet that's starting to happen, yeah. and then the cyborg Superman starts showing off some neat powers where he like would transmogrify into the ground and pop out of the ceiling and stuff, which I thought was kind of neat. And he actually went inside Steel's costume and started choking him. So very Steel started running around naked for the most part. <laughs> But see, that's kind of the weird thing where the end of that Green Lantern book, they beat yeah, the it, cyborg. It, it that's takes, where I got confused. Yeah, right? it takes the end of that issue, yeah, which is like two which, issues later. Which was not great. I'm going to let you in on a secret. Gerard Jones is not a good writer. He okay. also took over Justice League after uh, Keith Giffen and Demetrius left. Uh-huh. And uh, ironically enough, I just read in the news today, he was found with a lot of child porn. So. Oh, so we can talk bad about him. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's good. So not only is he a bad writer, he's a piece of shit. Oh, uh, cool. All yeah. right. I literally read that like three hours ago, and I was like, wait, he did that really bad Green Lantern issue we just read. And so <laughs> Almost the same thing. Almost. That's... No. Mm. I mean, horseshoes, hand grenades. <laughs> it's whatever. It's number two. But, oh, yeah, uh, the Eradicator comes back and gives Superman all his powers as well. He sacrifices himself to infuse Superman with his Superman powers. So that way he doesn't have to use a giant mech to just get from point A to point yeah. B. Did because... they really touch on the fact that, that as he's taking that like blast, it's fusing? Yes. Do because they? They, they narrate that. 
See, I was looking for that, and I do not remember reading it. I remember reading it in the book, and so like it, it made sense to me. And maybe it's just because I knew what was happening, I kind of glossed over it. But I don't remember them actually calling it. Out I think Steel offhand says he's absorbing power because okay, yeah, that had to have been it. Cyborg so Superman shoots regular Superman with a kryptonite blast, but the Eradicator jumps in the way. And there were some times where I had to go back and make sure I didn't miss any speech bubbles, just because the layout <laughs> of the panels were a little was a little off and. Yeah, the Eradicator blocks the shot and then infuses all the power that he siphoned back when he first became yeah. Superman into real Superman. So now we have real Superman back, and he vibrates the cyborg Superman to death. <laughs> I love that part. He, <laughs> he sticks his fist in his chest and just vibrates him to death. And it's just like, well, that's creative, I guess. And Supergirl's invisible this whole time. Yes. She's letting him fly. Yeah, she's letting Superman, prior to absorbing those powers, fly because he didn't get all his powers back yet because the Eradicator is borrowing him. She's flubber to me right now, that iteration of Supergirl. She's just flubber. She actually had a pretty good run later with Peter David, but that's neither here nor there. She also picks up Phoenix powers later. Mm. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was it. And then Superman goes back to Metropolis after he saves the day. You know, fuck Coast City. We'll figure that out later. (laughs) Um and they make up a pretty good cover story where Superman says that uh, Clark Kent was stuck under rubble the entire With time. plenty of food and able to exercise <laughs> and just totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of neat. I was like, how are they going to fucking explain this? But I was like, all right, Supergirl pretends to be because she can. They don't have to explain shift. it. Everyone in Metropolis is stupid. Yes. They're all is, stupid. Everyone is stupid. They're stupid. And uh, yeah, that's it. And Lois and Clark came on TV. Oh, my God. Yay. Lived happily ever after. Yeah. So so overall, what did you honestly think? Like, would you recommend this story to anyone to read? I mean, we were we were blasting on it pretty hard. But. So from the perspective of someone who does not read comics, I will never read this arc again. Uh, <laughs> and not because it in particular was bad. I just – I'm. it's not my thing. You know, I get bored reading them. See, I uh, thought – I thought if anyone would like this, you would, because you used to talk about how you hated Superman being white bread and my, and you like gritty stuff. It was – it wasn't gritty enough. <laughs> uh, the part that I did like uh, that I thought was the most creative uh, and it really kind of like tapped into my appreciation for film uh, was – because I thought it was the most cinematic, I guess, if you could, if you could use that word for comics, uh, was the sequence where – uh, Paul Kent's like hallucination with him, uh, and back during funeral for a friend. Yes, and when he's like coming out of his uh, coma or heart attack, or whatever he had, uh, and he's seeing like his son in his mind, and he's like reaching out to him. And he's like trying to save Clark Kent from like, don't go towards the light, you know, or don't you know, don't don't do that. And it's like, and in so doing that, he brings himself back, and then that is when Eradicator first rises up. And yes. at the time, we think it's Superman ish. <laughs> Uh, but I, I thought that was that was the best part. I mean, that of, whole sequence is the reason why Eradicator wasn't actually Superman. Because mm. he came back just in time, so then Eradicator couldn't take his body, so he had to like, make a body. Yeah, he, he just absorbed his powers yeah. in the meantime. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I still think I like the novel more. Like, if you're going to read the story, I think it's good for the novel, because it's, it's, it's written well. It lets you kind of visually do everything you're not... You know, beholden to six panels of you know him flying across the sky, getting smacked <laughs> by a car door, um, <laughs> stuff like that. And then, I mean, I liked a lot of the humanity of it. So, like, we didn't really touch on it a lot, but uh, 
like stuff with uh, crypto and the the bartender and you know oh Bibbo yeah. yeah there's oh, a lot to cover Bibbo. I was just trying to get oh, that no story. absolutely we, we can talk um, about Bibbo real quick if you want I but his his <laughs> attitude and his just like you know this is what Superman meant it it, it gave you kind of this good feeling and this good. Uh, idea of okay in a world now like today where everything is gritty and every you know everyone has to be angsty and all that stuff like it affected people back then um same with uh i thought jimmy olsen's arc was pretty good where you know he he did his job he took all these these pictures of the death of superman mm. and things like that and you know he got to you know pick the photo for like the front page and, and he, and he was did really wrestling with yeah. it like i i thought all of that stuff was kind of what filled in the gaps because obviously yeah superman fighting doomsday that's cool but then after so long it, it lasted so long it you're, you're done you know it's like okay right move on i thought all the kind of the human touches in what everyone how everyone was taking it i thought that was the most interesting part of it so if you're into that kind of stuff yeah like that's I'll, a good I'd point recommend that uh, but if you're looking for like a a Batman v Superman flick, <laughs> then maybe not so much. I, like, I don't know. That, that's a good point. Cause his, his uh, Jimmy Olsen's dilemma about, you know, the separation of his job from his, uh, relationship with his friend who was now dead. Uh, that reflected what I was thinking at the time. I was like, these, these guys, are they going to address this <laughs> at some point? Like, yeah. uh, and they do throughout. Cause like the whole time during the fight, it's like the choppers. I'm getting some great shots. He says that like six times. And I'm like, are you, are you getting great shots of your friend's zero dying? But, but at the same time, I, I thought that was actually even well done because you, you know, you're not, you're not thinking Superman's going to die. You're thinking yeah. he's going to do mm-hmm. what Superman always does. And they say which that. I th- yeah, which I think Lex even says that. He's like, oh, no, Supergirl, don't help him out. He's gonna, He'll be fine. Gonna, yeah. No, uh, let me pet you. <laughs> oh, my God. That, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I just thought every, taking it from something that you never thought would happen happens, and the world reading it as well as the characters in the story are all kind of acting the same way I thought was kind of neat. So that's where I got my enjoyment out of it. Would you recommend someone read this? There is an omnibus but, No, like I said, I, I think that if you want that story, read the novel. The Person, novel. Me personally saying that, yes. Um, Find Roger Stern, the novelization. <laughs> if you like comics, go for it. I don't like comics. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a nice time capsule like it, to embody what the 90s were. If someone ever says, like, why were the '90s so crazy? Like people say, bad or crazy or weird. What made them? What made the '90s like this thing where people make a weird face at you? I would say read the death of Superman, and probably wash that down with Nightfall, the Batman story, right? Mm. Yeah, and then the Spider Clone story. If you're still hungry for more weird '90s stuff, oh but that's God, a, I forgot about those. Hey man, that's the first exposure I had to Spider Man. That's my Spider Man. The Spider Clones. I love the Spider Clone. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else we really missed. I mean, like I said, I tried to condense this. No, I, is... I'm very like for thirty <laughs> what thirty four episodes or whatever. Yeah, uh, issues. Yeah. Read. No one answered questions. What happened to Doomsday? Anything like that? So here, my my question uh, is actually, well, I mean, I I already know sort of. <laughs> so, uh, oh, what are they called? Um, it's a YouTube channel. Um, oh, damn! Pie. I can't. I think of it. Uh, is there the, the name the Jenna name, Marbles? The, okay, so the symbol for the channel is like you have Why this orb, and then there's a lightning bolt, and it. it's very Metroidy. 
Screw uh, Attack. Screw Attack. Screw Attack. They recently had an episode of Doomsday versus the Hulk because they, they do uh, Death Battle. And they always, oh, yeah, yeah. And they simulate, the you know. The cosplay thing. Yeah, they simulate heroes from all different types of media getting at each other. And they come at it from a very scientific point of view where they analyze their abilities and their powers. Uh, and I watched that one with Doomsday. So I knew the origins of Doomsday about how he was, like, uh, uh, effectively this. Who did they give it to? Oh, in the oh, do, uh, doomsday. It had to be doomsday. Right? I think they gave it to doomsday. Okay. If they're basing it off quote unquote comic logic, it'd have to be doomsday. Yeah, they yeah. they gave it to do- <laughs> yeah. That is a side note. They gave it to doomsday be- uh, basically because Hulk as Hulk is stupid. <laughs> well, uh, well, the thing. What, what did they say about Doomsday's origin? Uh, they mentioned that he was the result of a series of experiments trying to create the perfect being yeah. uh, that continuously were going wrong and wrong and wrong and wrong and wrong. He would die constantly. Exactly. Over uh, 70 or 80 and years. And finally, it, you know, it came out right, and of course he killed the guy. <laughs> you know, the, the good doctor. Yeah. But my, my question was, where was he when the arc started? Like, what did he come out of? Doomsday? Yeah. Okay, well, like the I'm, gl- suit and I'm all glad that. you asked because this falls up my next question. Remember when he got shot off in the space by Cyborg Superman? Yeah. Remember that little chip that was implanted on him? That was actually a thing. Cyborg Superman can't die. Yeah. Like, that's his thing. Like He'll just retransmogrify and rebuild himself. So when that happened, there's maybe like maybe a year later, they made a special miniseries called Superman Doomsday Hunter Prey, which was the aftermath of all that, like all the unanswered questions. And one of them was what happened to Doomsday? Where did Doomsday come from? <coughs> well, uh, basically, Doomsday went, was being tested on uh, Krypton, basically, before Krypton was Krypton. Yeah. Um, he was technically the first ultimate supreme being where – they shot a baby off into like this horrible atmosphere where like these wolf-like creatures were just tearing the shreds. They'd get some DNA from it, reclone the baby, try again. They did it for seventy years. He eventually survived and grew to enormous sizes soon after that, and killed everyone there. Um, he stole away on a ship or something like that that came to like an exploration ship, mm-hmm. and essentially went to some godlike. Um, planet where he just started wreaking havoc so their energy champion like subdued him and put him in that suit that containment suit that you first see and they shoot him in a tomb to earth you know it's funny uh comic books in that description right there he sounds a lot like majin buu uh from dbz i actually don't know his origins so majin buu is the creation of a wizard named bobbity or bibbity bibbity Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> oh, god damn it. You never realized that? I stopped after <laughs> I stopped after the Frieza saga. <laughs> Not a bad place to stop. Uh, but uh no, he's like he's the creation of this wizard, but his final his like the successful, you know, creation, which is Kid Boo, that I think you see a lot, uh, he's just like evil incarnate. He just destroys for the sake of destroying. He's, yeah. He is doomsday. Um and in order to subdue that, you have fat boo. Who is Majin Buu, but like he is more childlike in nature, uh, and the powers are subdued beneath that, and then eventually, you know, Kid Buu right. gets out and freaks out. And so your description of that sort of reminded me of that vaguely. Uh, so that was a really loose connection, <laughs> yeah, to yeah, Dragon Ball yeah. Z. But uh, yeah, Hunter Prey is the follow-up sequel, <laughs> and not only that, Doomsday fights a uh, Dark Side. Like, oh, that'd be good. Yeah, because. Actually, Doomsday's body ends up on Apocalypse. Whoops. Due to help the Cyborg Superman, and Cyborg Superman teleports from that little chip, and he's trying to take over Who Apocalypse. Wins that battle? Doomsday won. 
Yeah. Yeah, he beat the crap out of Darkseid. He even took the Omega Beams a couple times. But um, Doomsday, you find out later, can only be beaten once, and then he evolves because of how he was created. Yeah. So he can never be beaten the same way twice. So Superman gets help from some two-bit uh, jabroni character that was uh, part Tommy. of Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy. Tommy comes back with a vengeance. Tommy Gunn. His name's Wave Rider. He was in some stupid uh, crossover <laughs> called Wave Rider. Yeah, Armageddon two thousand one. Blood Rider. <laughs> he actually is in the Justice League Unlimited cartoon. He's the guy with the head on fire, but he's all gold. I don't know if you remember that or not. No. Probably not. But um, basically, they kill Doomsday by sending him to the end of time. Huh. Creation. So like Doctor Strange. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie oh, okay. yet, but I mean, right. it's it's Spoilers. whatever. <laughs> But yeah, it, it was kind of neat. But uh, yeah, they said, well, you can't beat him to death because you've already done that. He, you can't kill him that way. So they, yeah, they just sent him to the end of time, and the end of time kills Doomsday. Why? Why is? Why is comics? Yeah, why like, is comics? Why can't you just put him in the sun, like in the sun? Because he might beat up the sun. They tried that with Hulk. But the best part. The best part about that whole thing Sheesh. is the 90s were still in effect. And I'm seeing if I can bring up a picture real quick. But uh, if you want, Google Superman Doomsday Hunter Prey and see if you can find Superman's new ridiculous costume. He even has a gun and sword. This is the current? Uh, this was the uh, follow-up. I'm looking now in Google Images. I'm oh, no, this is still in the 90s, you said. Yeah, this is still in the 90s. Yeah, here it is. See if you could describe... For the audience, what he's wearing. <laughs> okay, so take your standard Superman suit. The blue and the red is there. The boots are there. The insignia is on the front. The you know the blue is there. He's got the, the red cape. Is also in the front. Yeah. Um, gratuitous amounts of belts. <laughs> A lot chest. of belts <laughs> everywhere. Like, I don't understand why. It's like Guy Gardner kind of. <laughs> he has he has the gambit head wrap thing too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His eyes are black and everything. It's, it's weird. Dan Jurgens would draw Superman that way whenever he was pissed. And the belts are gold too. Like they, it's that that yellow. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And he's and he's got a sword and a gun. Okay. All to fight Doomsday. All right. Well, you know, if you have to vary up your tactics each time, guess. I mean, you might as well get the the belts out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> the only other thing I could say about that book series is uh, it's also really violent. Like it just shows Doomsday ripping people in half. Yeah, like not like no in Hunter Prey. It shows them like whipping people in half with steel cables and stuff, and they're actually showing blood and violence. I think it said for mature readers. So, Ooh, wow. I mean, Superman also has short hair in this one. Yes, <laughs> Superman does have short. No, no, no. He has a mullet in this still. It's just it's just oh. drawn an angle where. Uh, yeah, he has a short one shoulder pad, one, and a cod piece, <laughs> <laughs> and he has pouches. Like it's he's doing Batman he's, proud. I was going to say he's taking a. He's doing, this, it's the freaking nineties personified. He's doing Batman proud. So, yeah, that's that's basically it. Um, I did have a question on here. I I deleted it because it's been so long. I, th- I think but, my final thoughts before we before we real quick move on is okay. the death of Superman is good. Actually, I did, I did like it. The fight was good. Um, funeral for a friend? Uh, skip it. Uh, you could just skip it. <laughs> I'd say read the first and last issue. I would just skip it. Uh, and then Reign of Superman. Clever. Bunch of ideas. Meant to keep you on your toes. I don't know. I wasn't buying it. So <laughs> that's me. All right. Any other <laughs> Overall. Any other final thoughts? 
secondary final final thoughts. Nah, read the book. 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 Book. Read the book. Yeah, I did have a question. Or the audio version. There's an audio. There's an audio. Sure, I should look that up. Audio book. Yeah. It was. I mean, there's an offshoot in two XL. Get a guy on Audible to uh, yeah. to read out like the Kapals and the Fracks and <laughs> Frackadoom, <laughs> Fracka Crackadoom. <laughs> How great would that be? Pain. Um, Fantastic. I'm sorry that I can't remember your name, but this is just paraphrase here. We, I have a question. You guys really hate Marvel, don't you? What the fuck? If you guys really cared, he said something to the effect of, "You really don't care." Like I remember that opening line because all we've done is DC books so far. Um, this guy was really pissed, but he said. Since you guys were talking about Green Lantern, if you had to make a Green Lantern core of Marvel characters from each color, what would you do? I don't know if you know any of the colors and what they correspond nope, with. Nope, not a damn thing. What about you, Tom? Uh, no, you want to run now? Like- Green stands for willpower. Red stands for rage, which okay. I guess would be an easy one for Wolverine. Uh, really? Over Hulk? Yeah, I was just going to say Hulk. Uh, yeah, Red Hulk. Red, well, yeah, there's Red Hulk, too. <laughs> uh, orange is avarice slash greed. Okay. Uh, blue is hope. Uh, purple or yeah, purple is love. Uh, what else is there? I can't remember off the top of my head. See, I'm not that big of a DC fan. Uh, violet is compassion, which I think is kind of a cop out. And uh, I think in yellow, yellow is fear. So that's your seven. That's Let's your seven see. there. All right, black uh, is death, but that doesn't really count. Punisher. You <laughs> punisher. Uh. I would say orange would have to be Iron Man, I think. For greed? Yeah, because don't take it at face value. Like, don't take it like... Because he, he's ego. He's a very Living egocentric planet. character. Uh, and he wants he wants all the attention. Gre- he's greedy for that. Uh, hmm. And I'm also not overly familiar with many people outside of the <laughs> Marvel we, Cinematic could Universe. We do, so. <laughs> we do uh, like, cross-company, maybe? Like, Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> could be the Orange Lantern? Han Solo. <laughs> Me buddy bin. Oh like, my keep, God. It, keep it in the Disney realm. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can have a Disney, we can have Disney core. What well, is it with people I thinking on the internet that whenever somebody focuses on DC just because out of happenstance they focus on DC, they somehow hate Marvel? I, 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 <laughs> I don't, don't understand. Know. Like, I, I hate all superheroes if it's not Batman. <laughs> like, I'm thankful people listen for what it's worth, but like, yeah, it's like... It's like we haven't done Marvel yet because we haven't done Marvel yet. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, and it's funny because the next one I want to do is Hush from Batman, so comic-wise. That's all right. Is Uh, it, though? Not really. Yeah. Some people think so, though. I don't know. A lot of people, yeah. All right. I mean, overall, I like the Marvel heroes better than DC stock. Way better. I think it's just because Marvel heroes are more out there. They're more personable, I feel like, with the exception of Batman. Yeah, I'm more personable. I like them a lot. (laughs) Hey. Um, But, yeah... Uncle Scrooge for the Orange Lantern, Jesus and Christ. that's it. Yeah, man, I don't know. Sure. Uh, what were the colors again? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just have the cast of DuckTales be the, the new colorful core. Um, right? Oh, yeah, he's going to be Uncle Scrooge in the new one. Scrooge, yeah. Yeah. I just want to hear a line. That's all I want. Oh, right what was it? Netflix it doing that? I don't know who's doing it, but I'm going to watch it because I love DuckTales. <laughs> I'm serious. We'll see if you still love DuckTales. How's Launchpad? I always played Launchpad as uh, that character in uh, what's the eight bit game from Ducktales? Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> no Xbox. It was on like the iDarb. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always played as Launchpad. 
I forgot that game existed. Yeah, it's a good it's game. pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it's that's our answer is the the cast of Ducktales. Just yeah, re- you're welcome. Replace them, Webby and the Beagle Boys. Well, only one Beagle Boy, I guess, and Mrs. Beasley Beakley. I don't know. I don't remember anything from Ducktales. Ducksworth, Beasley. Gizmo, Beasley. Gizmo Duck, Blathering Blatherschmidt. That's how that's how you turn the Gizmo Duck. Luke um, Skywalker is Hope. Green Lantern Hope. Yeah, no, or, it's Willpower. Willpower. Yeah. What color? Hope is blue. I don't think Luke Skywalker would be Hope, wouldn't that? He's a Obi-Wan? new Hope. Yeah, but wouldn't it be Obi Wan? Like Leia is is sending him off to Obi Wan. Obi Wan would hope. be compassion, I would think. What? I would think Obi Wan would be compassion, if anything. No, Darth Vader is compassion. No, he's red. He's rage. No, he's not rage. Iron Man is compassion. No, that's Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Thanks for the question. <laughs> I won't delete it next time. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you if you have a question that we won't answer and just talk about DuckTales, you can send that to cloudedjudgmentpodcast at gmail.com. Um, is there anything else you guys like to plug? Uh, sure. Go on YouTube uh, and search up Kevin, or not Kevin Ryan Gaming. It's uh, Broken Glasses Gaming. Search that. Find it. I, I'd give you a URL, but I don't have 100 subscribers yet, so I can't create a, a custom URL. <laughs> just make a bunch of fake accounts. Dude, I'm not shallow. I'm not going to do that. Uh, it just takes time. But no, on, on there you can find a video series myself and Dave here. Uh, we do a Retro Nostalgia Nightmare Tour where we go back through you know the endless catalog of Sega, Genesis, uh, NES, Super NES games, um, maybe Atari <laughs> if we ever get our hands. Some web browser uh, And we try to apply modern logic to games of old, and it, it never goes well. It yeah. never, ever goes well. Aside from that, I also produce a show – uh, called uh, called Broken Glasses, where I preview uh, upcoming indies. Um, uh, I try to get my hands on them uh, and you know tell you about them, see what's up. You know, try to be as informative as possible. I don't know. I don't plug often. There's a joke in there somewhere. Tyler, nah. You can find me on Xbox. At- <laughs> you can find me on Steam buying games that I won't play. There's a good. Uh, there's a good lineup. Ty- TylerPerlerBeads.com. Tyler Perler beads. Yeah, I like to bead anally, physically. Oh That's the second person to say that. No, you put them on a little peg and you iron them and then you make Shove them up. Oh, I know. Magnets. No, I got a great lineup yeah, of I, content. I'm just kidding. Don't go there. It's not. Don't. Yeah, don't do it. No. <laughs> Google it. No, I got a great lineup of content coming up in 2017. I got my hands on some good stuff. Like, uh, well, let's see. Next video coming out is a game called Quote. Uh, which is all about the complete and utter destruction of knowledge. You are an agent of bliss, who is the god of ignorance. Oh, so, so this isn't like a fake news, like no, 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 uh-uh, no. This is this is very. Uh, it's almost fairy tale esque, actually. But it's a beat 'em up. It's an RPG beat 'em up sort of type deal. Uh, it's an isometric. It, it plays a lot like um, what you call it, uh, Bastion. Uh, it reminds me a lot of that, uh, but with a little bit of Monty Python esque humor in in there. Uh, so I, I kind of like it. So. Uh, that'll be coming out soon. Uh, it's a bit delayed just because I've been sick and coming off of New Year's and preparing for this by reading. Still reeling from your double dragon losses. Yeah. <laughs> there's that. There's that. Uh, and then there's plenty more coming on the pipeline. Uh, the one I'm most excited for is uh, from uh, Relic. I think Hitman it's Relic. Season 2. What's that? Hitman Season 2. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I, think it, I think it's Relic. Who, di- who did uh, – this is bad that I can't remember who it is. Uh, I don't know, but it's Great. called Hob. Hob, gotcha. Yeah. Great pod. 
have nothing to plug. Yeah. Come you on. said that. Come on down. Um, well, in case you wanted to edit out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just restart right there. Uh, yeah, you can find me at Flatular on Twitter, F-L-A-T-U-L-A-R. Um, I also write for Preternia.com. Now I'm a contributing writer. Uh, it's a toy website where we review action figures and that nonsense that grown adults shouldn't be having any business with anymore. We haven't talked. Uh, have you guys reviewed the eight times scale Batman animated series figures? You mean, wait, eight times I, scale? I'm talking like in the box and it's a giant eight times scale box. Exactly how they were when they were sold as regular action figures. Oh, you mean like the six inches? No, I'm talking like, uh, and uh, I think even bigger than six inches. This when you say like, eight times scale, like I'm thinking, yes, I'm talking like so, like the old. It, it might not actually be eight times scale, but it's like you had like the little six inch figures, or I, I think they were smaller than that, like five and whatever. But yeah, like giant box, like giant. I haven't seen the boxes, but no, I mean they just redid the uh, Batman animated series, and the the owner of the site, John, yes, those but bigger. Huh. Uh, I'll in, look in, at that. in the the you know how like you have like the background it's like the rounded cardboard and all that yeah. Oh, it was yeah um i'm gonna say no okay. but the well. the regular six inch ones we've looked at and whatnot but uh are they, are they all right yeah. Run- runic uh, games that's uh, i get them and relic confused all the damn time runic the games the torchlight torchlight games. one and two developers of that their next game hob coming out uh this year i will be providing coverage of that silence for uh relic games yeah, I mean, that. no relic. Relic is working on. Uh, they they. What did they do? I don't remember what they're working on. Tyler's just eyeballing you. So I'm tired. Fears. I'm tired. <laughs> I have nothing to plug. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, go to Preternia if you want to see toys holding tacos and eating fake pizza and stuff like <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, that that's it. It's over. Uh, R.I.P. Superman. It's done. He's back. Happy New Year. <laughs>